The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. For the Culture Club this evening, we're going to have a Marty party because Marty Morrissey is with us. <laughs> Marty, thank you very much for being with us. We had you on the programme previously when you had your autobiography out and we spoke lots about your love of Gaelic games and your upbringing and the rest of it. But Culture Club gives you an opportunity to talk about all your favourite music and movies and television and books. So I'm really looking forward to talking about that. But I want you, you to Matt. tell me first hmm. about the Marty Party, the ah, official Marty Party, the official which you're going Marty on tour party. with. Well, uh, I am, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm delighted to tell you, man. Thank you indeed for asking me about it, because I, it's something I probably wanted to do. I never thought about doing it, but, you know, when you have certain fellas like Mario Rosenstock and Oliver Callan taking the piss out of you on their TV shows and radio shows, <laughs> you either embrace it or you reject it. And I remember, you remember the late Colin Murray, who I loved, who was a great friend and colleague of mine uh, uh, over on the other side. And, yes. um I remember Apre Match uh, did a skit on him and it was, you know, we were USA uh, and Italian 90 and all that sort of thing. But uh, it was uh, an imitation of Cullum and he was like, Ireland won the World Cup. Cork hurlers have done five in a row and uh, Kerry footballers have done 10 in a row. Uh, but first, it's racing from Nice because he loved his racing. And, <laughs> oh, he, he was, he, yeah. <laughs> and I said, Cullum, this is the greatest compliment that somebody would imitate you. And he's, oh, don't know, don't worry. So anyway, years go by and I'm in a, a pub <coughs> in, in, in West Clare until three in the morning and it has no signal on a Friday night, Matt, uh, and I come out and next thing I got about 100, 200 texts saying how, how well I was looking on the Late Late Show. I said, what is that about? I'm down in West Clare tonight. But it was Mario impersonating me on the, on the Late Late. So, I mean, I kind of said to myself, everywhere I went, then Anna Geary, when we were doing uh, Dancing with the Stars, put the group, the, the group of us like Deirdre Kane and uh, Bernard O'Shea and Jake Carter all into the Marty Party app. Uh, and that is still going, would you believe? And uh, we're having, we, we keep in contact. But it kind of, when I go to a football match in, in Tyrone or a hurling match in Cork, they'll come up to you and they won't ask you about the hurling or the football. It's like, come here, come here. <laughs> Will you, how about a Marty party? So I, I, I said, you know what, Matt? I'm going to embrace this. And but, I, but I thought your Marty party would be staying in the pub in West Clare till <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's the local Marty party. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, we, we, uh, I just said, I, I, I kind of have this concept in my head of an old-fashioned variety show with a 21st century twist. So ah. we, we tried it in Drawday and Wexford in June. We got about a thousand people at the at the two, which you know, Matt yourself. Like June is not the month to be going to the to a, a venue to a theatre. It's not the most popular. But we saw we got enough that we said we tried. So we ended up at the Ironing Sea in Killarney and the Royal Theatre in Castlebar. We got about twelve hundred between the two venues, and I, I had to, I had to laugh because I told the crowd. Fair play to you for being here, ladies and gents, because you haven't a clue what we're doing. And the bad news is we don't have a clue what we're doing either, but we're here for the crack. So I got, over the years, I've you know, got contacts and, uh, and, and made friends with people in the music and entertainment world. So it basically is a, a variety show that I think will fill a gap for people. It's a family show. It can be from 8 to 80. And we have Paul Harrington and Charlie McGettigan, the Eurovision winners. Sharon Shannon is joining me in Galway on May 25th. 
Our next one, by the way, is, is May 10th in UL in Limerick, uh, in the UCH, I should say, the UCH, uh, May 25th, March 25th in Galway, and ending up March 31st in the Connery in Donegal. But we have... Um, I'm we have, sorry, just Marty, I just clarify, this isn't just for GA people. Not at all. For, no, there, there's no GA in it. This is for kind of families, uh, everybody from age 8 to 80. And we have Liam O'Connor, the great uh, Cork musician. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have a new group, uh, Orion, uh, uh, who are a group after getting together in Donegal, who I think will be sensational. We have Kyol, a group put together by Nathan Carter. We have Sean McStravick. We have Claude Lawler. Uh, we have the Galway Tenors. Uh, we have a, a long list of acts. Now, they, they won't all appear in, 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 in the ones. You know, a lot of them will appear, actually, and they have appeared. But uh, Sharon is definitely joining me in Galway. So it's a night out. It's great crack. We have pride. I've gotten great support from XL Stores, who give me, who sponsor uh, the program or sponsor the show. Uh, and uh, they also give me hampers to give away. Shannon Airport has given me five, five uh, well, ten tickets, five pairs of, of of two to give away for flights from any destination from any uh, from from Shannon to any destination Marty, in Europe. Marty, when did you turn into a sales fan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the Matt Cooper show on the last <laughs> word. This is my opportunity. Have, have I done enough, Matt? Maybe you missed your vocation in life. It was in sales. <laughs> I don't think so, to be honest with you. But I am. Do you know what, Matt? Have I'm you not so- sold this as a TV format to RTE yet? Could nah. this be our summer, the replacement for Dancing with the Staff? Sorry, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. Don't you start now. See, you were very nice there for a long while. Uh, no, I, I. well, I don't really know. And, I, and look, that, that's up to them. But I, this is something I suppose I wanted to do, particularly since COVID, I think, is to get people out. And for the music and entertainment world it's an opportunity it gives them a gig and it, it, it's you know we're not out to make uh, money out of it we're just making if we break even we're kind of happy and if we get if people get a few bob that's grand but there is something in the in there is something in an old-fashioned variety show with a 21st century twist with with the fact that there's something there for everybody if you're if you're if you're if i go to Ed Sheeran in Croke Park you you know what you're getting, but in the Marty party you don't know what you're getting. <laughs> and if you get fed up of me, you get Bernard O'Shea in five minutes, and then you get the Galway tenors. So you're constantly being entertained, and there's loads of prizes, and it's very interactive. I love being amongst the, the people, and uh, I love m- mixing with them and having a chat with them. So there's great crap. You're going to well, have listen, to come. Will Mrs. Absolutely. Will Mrs. Cooper uh, uh, come? Well, she'll have to drive me. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll organise it. We'll organise we'll, it. Let's go through some of the culture club choices that you have. Now, the first single you ever bought, you have a nice memory of this because it came with the first record player that your parents bought when you were in New York. Yeah, my parents bought me a record player, an old-fashioned one with the needle that you put down and you kind of clicked. And I just thought this was... I was in a world all of my own. And I only had two records for a long time. And of course, being in America at that age, nine or ten, whatever it was, um, it was all, it was very much Irish. It was, uh, it was the Irish influence. Uh, so I had two records. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know what, Matt? I'm so lucky. I didn't, I never got to know Dermot Hegarty. First one, I think, was Dermot Hegarty's 21 Years. Uh, now, these, this was more my, my mother and father's taste than, than my own. But then Brendan Grace's Cushy Butterfield came along, which I did really, really love. And I was privileged to work uh, and get to know Brendan Grace and become a friend of his because um, I got these strange... When I did a couple of matches, All-Ireland Finals on radio, I got this scrawl of a postcard uh, from Florida and I had no idea. I couldn't read the writing. 
And then I got another one. And then I got a third. And the third one gave me the hint. I said, I can't believe this. Brendan Grace is writing to me from Florida. He was listening to the match, the All-Ireland Finals on the radio. And then we met up. And I don't think I ever told him that one of my first, my first, I had two records, Dermot Hegarty's 21 Years and Brendan Grace's Cushy Butterfield. Well, we actually and I have a it. clip of it. Ah, you do not. Do you? Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. I'm a broken-hearted coal man beguiled from the start. Be a young lass from Dublin and she stole me heart. Her name's Cushy Butterfield, she sells fish on the quay. And if ever she gets married, I hope it's to me. She's a big lass and a bonny lass and she likes her beer. And they call her Cushy Butterfield and I wish she were here. Her eyes are like two holes in a blanket born through. She has two fine big cheeks with a red rosy hue. And when I hear her shouting, boy, fresh fish today, like the song of the nightingale, she steals me heart away. She's a big lass and a bonny lass, and she likes her beer, and they call her Cushy Okay, that's Brendan Grace and Cushy Butterfield, the first that Marty Morrissey <laughs> remembers having for the record player in New York <laughs> before you came home to Ireland. Uh, okay, brings back great memories. I played it until it was scratching. I couldn't actually play it by the time I was finished because I only had two records, Matt. So, um, yeah, it's nice to hear it in full stereo. You've given us a load of different albums depending on your mood or taste at the time. Give us yeah. examples of what you listen to. Ah, uh, sure. I, well, I travel a lot, as you know, Matt, uh, uh, between the job as the GA correspondent and also the commentaries. But I love, I have always loved music. And I mean, I have Spotify now and I have uh, radio stations as I travel around. Um, but, you know, there, there are some recurring themes. I, today, I, I suppose I would love uh, Ed Sheeran and uh, Garrett Brooks. And I was delighted to finally get to a Garrett Brooks concert in Croke Park uh, last year. Uh, ABBA, I always loved ABBA. Um, but probably up there at the very top, uh, you know, would be uh, Brian Adams. I, I've always had, I was at Brian Adams in the Point Depot or Three Arena, whatever it's called. And I loved his music. I think no matter what day of the week it is, Brian Adams seems to do it for me. So I have a wide choice. Bee Gees, uh, the Eagles, Hotel California was one of my favourite albums uh, when I when uh, I began to know some little bit about music. But it varies. I can be travelling along and then I might say, do you know what, I'd love a bit of, of diddly eye and I'd love a bit of traditional music and I'd listen to the Kilfenora Kelly band. <laughs> so it depends on the mood and, you know, if you're coming back from a gig late at night, you might want something uh, modern and, and trendy or whatever. And Spotify and all the modern, all the ra- local radio stations, national radio stations, indeed your own radio station, which I listen to as well, uh, all give me that, that choice of music, which is okay. Well, a wide spectrum. Okay, well, i tell you what, with the clip that we're going to play from is from the album Hotel California by oh, the brilliant. Eagles. And here's a track that's suited to you, Marty. Good man, Matt. Fast Lane. <laughs>
Fast. The Eagles, Life in the Fast Lane. Mm. So, favourite bands, you have a couple. You put down U2 and Dire Straits. Ah, yeah, I love U2. I've always been a U2 fan. I just think, uh, well, they're our, they're, they're our own, I suppose, and I'm um, very proud that they made the breakthrough at the time when they did. I know others have followed on subsequently, but there was something about Bono and the boys I always loved. You 2 and Dire Straits would be up there at number one, uh, number one and number two. But what I was it about Dire Straits? I think it was just the rhythm. Um, I just, I, I, I always liked their tracks. I mean, like if I, I've gone from the record player, I now have uh, the headphones on here speaking to you, but I also have headphones at home. And I kind of, it, they bring me into a different world. Um particularly if I'm late at night or whatever and you get the, into, the, into, the, into the groove of playing, you just play something from Dire Straits and it just brings me to a different world. So, yeah, I think there's more the rhythm than anything else, you know? Let's play a little bit of Walk of Life. Oh, I love Walk of Life, yeah. Good man, Matt. Probably one of the more upbeat Star Straits tracks, Marty. Yeah, and it's my favourite actually, Matt. So a great choice. Thank you very much indeed. I, I actually love this segment. I should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> okay, Keep best gigs you were ever at. You mentioned been at Ed Sheeran last, or sorry, Garrett was, Brooks last yeah. year and Ed Sheeran. But what would go down as the best gig you were ever at? The best gig I was ever at. Gosh, I, 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 I think I'd have to probably give it to Madonna in Las Vegas. Oh, um, hang on. There's a bit of a name drop for you. How did you end up at Las Vegas in Las Vegas I, I watching was, Madonna? I, that's a good... I don't actually remember how we ended up there, to be perfectly honest. We ended, I think that would a, suggest that you were on a hell of a Marty party <laughs> that if you suddenly woke up in Las Vegas with Madonna. I think I was, in, I, I was on a ladies' football all-stars <laughs> tour and it was in, in L.A. and somebody said, Madonna is in Las Vegas. So... Uh, we drove uh, from LA to Las Vegas. And have you ever have you been to Las Vegas, Matt? I have actually. We went the other direction from LA over to La, uh, from Las Vegas to that, LA. Jesus, nearly 30 years ago now. Well, but good. Las Vegas, I say that suited you now. That's a town oh, for a Marty party. I tell you now, the Marty party in Las Vegas <laughs> will go down big. I know you too. I think you too are after getting a residency there. They uh, are. They're moving in later this year. I think there's a lot of Irish people thinking of heading over uh, to see them there. Yeah, well, you see, I might meet some agent over there and say, hey, let's bring the Marty party. <laughs> so hang on a second. How many of you went down from the, the ladies' uh, tour I think there was, from I think Los there, Angeles there was, down to Las Vegas? There was about two carloads uh, from us, uh, of us and we all went down. And I've never been to Las Vegas before, but you drive uh, from LA to Las Vegas and there's darkness all around and then suddenly there's a mirage of lights sparkling on the horizon in the distance and as it gets closer... And you thought and closer, it was a welcoming party I for you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a guard of honour. I said, these, these Las 
Vegas people, they know what they're doing. <laughs> but I mean, suddenly you see the Eiffel Tower and you see the Statue of Liberty all there. It's just fantastic, as you know, Matt. It's, it's just remarkable. So we went into uh, MGM. Uh, there, was, there was loads of concerts coming down, but we were lucky. We got uh, a, a group of us yeah, got How tickets. did you manage to get tickets? Because they must have cost you a fortune well, last minute. Well, Madonna said she wanted to meet me, Matt, to be honest <laughs> with you. It was her lifetime ambition. And yeah, she wanted right, to know, would, would Claire Hurlers ever win the All-Ireland? Because they hadn't won it at the time. So, like, I think, you know, we fell in love, Madonna and myself. But anyway, Madonna, yeah, we're into Madonna concert. We got There were just tickets available that night. There was only, the, more tickets had come available, I think 20 uh, so a group of us got uh, seven or eight. The timing was spot. The timing on. was good, and the, I remember distinctly we were kind of uh, so. It was amazing. We were so close to the stage. We were above the stage, almost almost behind the stage, but kind of parallel with the front of the stage. So we saw everything, and there was a, she walked out on a ramp. And um, now I have to say I prefer her old stuff than her modern, her new yes. stuff. Uh, her old stuff is what wore, what uh, what made me love her at the time. Um, old stuff or the new stuff is not great now. I'll be honest with you, but the old stuff was great. Celine Dion, uh, I also loved ever since Titanic, uh, and obviously Garth Brooks. And you know what? I have to give credit to my own to the own our own Irish, the Westlife. A Westlife concert in Croke Park is as good as what you get anywhere in the world. And I think the, the four lads are fantastic. I'm a huge fan. We've got to take a break. Marty Morrissey, stay with us. More on the Culture Club. We'll get to movies Ooh. and musicals and books and television when we come back after we've had the traffic. Welcome back. It's Marty Morrissey is with us for the Culture Club this evening. He's on tour of the country with the Marty Party <laughs> as well as doing his work as a GA commentator and presenter on RTE. So let's go to plays and theatre shows and musicals given that that's mm. in keeping with what we've been talking about. What do you like? It varies, uh, to be honest, Matt. I mean, I love theatre. I love uh, uh, performers, whether they're uh, musical performers or just actors. I just think it's a gift. It's a talent. Um, and I just, it, it is one of my favourite nights out. And obviously, I suppose in New York, I, I uh, even more so as an adult now, I used to love, I, I still love going to Broadway and The Lion King and The Greatest Showman. Any, to be fair, any Broadway play. I particularly like going to to murders and, and thrillers and that sort of thing, not to even just the musicals. But my, my choice or my, my taste is varied. It's a whole spectrum. Uh, again, it depends on, on, on who's there. And I often try when I am in New York, you know, that if there's some famous actor or actress or whatever is there, you, I try and go see that just to see them up close and personal. So, and the same in London. I don't, I don't get to London as much. And when I go to London, I always say I need to get there a little bit more. But certainly in it, 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 it varies from The Lion King to any... A serious Broadway play. Well, we have from The Lion King on Broadway, I Just Can't Wait to Be King. Mm, lovely. Inspiring thing. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. No more say do this. Now when I say that. What I meant. No more say stop. 
Love it. Okay, The Lion King. Mm. Uh, Favourite movie? You like the movies too. You get to it a bit, do you? Oh, I do. I, I love going to the theatre before COVID. I haven't been to a movie theatre since COVID, to be honest with you. Have but you not? Since, no, I haven't got it there at all. And I, I, I've been meaning to because I wanted to see uh, Tom Cruise's new movie, um, uh, which I can't think of the name of it. The Top Gun movie. Top Gun movie, yeah. Have you been? No, I haven't. No, I haven't I've never now. seen a Top Gun movie. Have you not? Oh, yeah. Oh, I no. love Top Gun, yeah. But the, the Shawshank uh, Redemption is up there uh, for me at, at number one. Uh, There's a lot of people who've done this section who always go for the Shawshank yeah, Redemption. Yeah, very, it just has something that really seems to appeal yeah. to people. What's it for you? I think it's, I think it's the reality of it. It's the drama. It's, it's, it's the acting. It, it's all those elements that compels you to... Because it's a long enough movie, to be honest with you. I don't know exactly how long, but it always... I've watched it two or three times, and each one, it, 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 it kind of goes up there at number one. I just think it's the... I suppose it is the acting, it's the sincerity of it, and uh, and the storyline, uh, and then like I also love uh, Titanic, um, and went to see that uh, uh, twice, and I and I know you laugh because some people mightn't uh, <laughs> agree with me, but I love the movie that with Tom Hanks uh, uh, was the captain, Captain Sully. That's land. a good movie. This is the guy who had to land on yeah. the Hudson River. They yeah. train. True life story. True life and story. And I watched got it Got castigated TV. for his actions despite Correct. the fact that he saved so many people. Correct. And they tried it. I mean, you'll see in the movie, I just think it's a great piece. And um, uh, it, it kind of depicts the whole ridiculousness of then him having to defend himself and his actions. Uh, and and he, he was proven that he did 100% the right thing. And I think only Captain Sully would have saved all those people on board or all those souls as they call them but I think it's just uh, Clint Eastwood directed and every, any movie that Clint Eastwood directs seems to capture my um, concentration and my focus and I always seem to, to love it and I love Tom Hanks anyway so but Captain Sully I suppose knowing New York as well as I do and we all know New York but having grown up there I suppose I, anything with New York capture, uh, grabs my attention um, the first movie I ever went to Matt believe it or not I was home on holidays from New York and um, the O'Connors in uh, outside Quilty Village in West Clare, they brought me out to the uh, to the cinema in Ennis, which is now done stores, by the way. Uh, and it was The Sound of Music, and I've seen The Sound of Music so many times. And I, you know, I I still loved the music of The Sound of Music. And no matter even at Christmas time, I just think it just it brings me back to my childhood and brings me back to my youth and uh, happy days and innocent days and. Um, uh, the other one I love, well, I, I do like Tom Cruise. I think I like the music, but I like the, the humour. Uh, but I always think it's well-directed and produced, and that's Mission Impossible. And the fact that he does his own stints. So you can see from movies of my taste, it's wide. I'm not specific, uh, Matt, in any shape or form. And then what about television? What particularly would you have gone for when you were growing up? Growing up, um, geez, I know, I, 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 when I... I, I remember when I was going to school in St. Anne's and Bainbridge Avenue in the Bronx, um, believe it or not, you'd watch uh, TV in the morning. Um, at, and you'd, I, my favourite was Casper the Friendly Ghost and the Flintstones. And then you come back to Ireland at that time. This sounds like the Dark Ages, madam. Uh, TV wouldn't start until six o'clock in the evening. Absolutely. So, so it was, you know, and that's not that long ago. But... Um, I suppose I always loved um, uh, Get Smart. You remember Maxwell Smart? I do, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 boom, the doors are closed. And he'd walk through, and he'd talk, like, it's so ridiculous. He'd, he'd, he'd be talking to Agent 99 with, through his shoe. Um, when you think of it now, <laughs> just even saying it is ridiculous. Uh, friends would be up there. Um, 
I love Friends. I mean, I still watch Friends on Comedy Central. And I still have an ambition to meet Jennifer Aniston. And I have... I have <laughs> and I'm sure Jennifer Aniston has an ambition to meet you, Martin. Well, I mean... Maybe, if, is that going to be your surprise guest at the Marty <laughs> party? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston comes out from the side. Wouldn't I love it? <laughs> if I could only organise it. But anyway, however, Jennifer... Wait, if, if we got Mario to do Jennifer Aniston... Yeah, well, would that would be it? fine. I'd love that if Mario did. That would be at least 75% of the way. But I have this ambition that when Jennifer finally meets me, she'll fall madly in love with me. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think it'll ever okay. happen at this stage. But <laughs> we have we've, a uh, clip from Friends to play. I'll have you. you talk more of you do. Jennifer, and come on, scene, Jennifer. I'm not sure she's in this because in this scene, the Friends are competing for Monica and Rachel's apartment. Ah, right. Love it. Right. Gentlemen, pick your category. Fears and pet peeves. What is Monica's biggest pet peeve? Animals dressed as humans. That's correct. <laughs> Ladies... According to Chandler, what phenomenon scares the bejesus out of him? Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance. That is correct. The Irish jig guy? His legs flail about as if independent from his body. Gentlemen, your pick. It's all relative. Monica and I had a grandmother who died. You both went to her funeral. Name that grandmother. Nana? She has a real name. Althea! Althea! What are you doing? I took a shot. You're shooting with Althea? Althea is correct. By shooting! We um, even got an Irish reference into the case. Yeah, fantastic. Huh? And poor Michael Flatley got a, another dig as well. Uh, yeah, fair play. I, I know Friends is, I think Friends is one of the most successful programs, as we all know. But uh, it, it, it resonates whenever it started and it still resonates in 2023. So I love it, yeah. It's amazing. Younger generations really go for it as well. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't even have been born at the time that it first came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about books? Do you read a lot? I don't read as much as I used to, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, Roddy Doyle would be, um, you know, I just love his sense of humour. Uh, uh, Edna O'Brien, uh, obviously, being the Claire connection. Edna O'Brien's niece, uh, Olive Blake Murphy, believe it or not, is my accountant. Um, we, oh. we, we, were, we were connected up because my father, my late father had a first cousin, Jerry O'Connor. He was a vet. And his first cousin uh, uh, was John Blake, who's also a vet, who would be Olive's mother. And um, or Olive's father, I should say, and Olive's mother was Edna O'Brien's sister. So uh, there was a kind of a, a tenuous link between us all. So yeah, I'd be um, I'd be a big Edna O'Brien fan, and I suppose that, that family family connection is a bit tenuous now, I must say. But there is a connection there, and Olive Blake and myself, uh, Edna's niece, have been friends since we were childhood uh, children. Um, Are you so a good man for remembering everybody? Because I mean, you must meet so many people around the country. And they all think you know you. They all think they know you. But then, do you remember them? Are you good for remembering I'm, all the connections? I'm, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. But sometimes it's only when when they're out of context. It it just kind of ruins my 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 thinking. Because in other words, if I meet somebody in Croke Park and then I meet them in London, for instance, I, I'm trying to say, where did I meet this fellow before? Where did I meet this? So it depends on where I meet them. Uh, but generally speaking, I'm not bad. But you just couldn't remember everybody. But then they say something and I say, oh, do I, I do remember that. And it would be the honest truth. I would remember, but it would be the context. But not no, I'd be okay. You know, I give myself a six out of ten kind of uh, type of thing, but I wouldn't well, actually, be brilliant either. 
I'll tell you what we do have mm. now. Is we do actually have a clip of one of those Roddy Doyle most famous books, The Van. Oh, and I this is narrated by Brendan Gleeson. Oh. Veronica and Jimmy Sr. were alone, sitting on their bed. We could always get a few bob from a lender. No. A few bob only. No. Now you're right, of course, Veronica. You're dead right. I just thought... Will Leslie come home, do you think? Veronica didn't want to answer this. I doubt it. Les was in England somewhere, they thought. What about Jimmy? Where else would he go? Would he not go to um, Aoife's parents' place? Aoife and Jimmy were living in a bedsit in Clontarf. He'd better not. If he does, he needn't come home for a Sunday dinner again. Yeah, said Jimmy Senior. At least we won't have to buy anything for him. Something small. Very small, said Jimmy Senior. So that's the twins and Jane is all we have to get presents for, really. And Darden. And something small for Chardon as well. That's not too bad. What about all the food and drink? There's a lot more than just the presents. We'll manage, he said. I'll win the turkey in the pitch and put anyway. You always do. And maybe a hamper as well, what? That'd be great. Neither of them wanted to talk anymore about Christmas. The Van by Roddy Doyle. Isn't Brendan Gleeson fantastic? I mean, I, I have to say, it's probably a rare opportunity I can say this, but I simply love Brendan Gleeson. I've never met him, uh, Matt, but I, I, I know he loves, he, he plays the fiddle, and I know he's been down in my neck of the woods at the Wiley Clancy Week in Milton Malbane playing, and I know lads who have met him, and they love his company. But I just think he's a great ambassador for Ireland, and I, I hope he wins that Oscar. And I'm so glad that Barry won the uh, BAFTA the other night in London, and I, uh, so th- that the awards are going out. But I'm looking forward to the Oscars, and please God, they'll, they'll all win. If they could all win, wouldn't it be great? Oh, what an achievement for Ireland. When you think of what, we're a small little island on the, uh, in, in the periphery of Europe and look what we're doing in the world of film and in TV and, and, and music. I mean, we're, 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 we're playing a game way above our weight in terms of our population. But it's the talent that's here. I'm in awe of it. Um, and I'm, I'm proud to be Irish, obviously. That goes without saying. But, but Marty, it's other... it, just, it just makes me think, just to finish up, Mm. Can you imagine what way your life would have turned if your parents hadn't brought you back from the Bronx? But that's the truth, isn't it? But that is true. I've often thought of that, Matt, because, like, we could have easily stayed in New York and my life would have been entirely different and who knows where, what we would have done or whatever. So, thanks be to God, my father bought a pub uh, in West Clare and brought me home and... uh, did whatever I did, but uh, so I know it's we're, we're a great little country, and I just like when you see our country on this. Now, I haven't seen um, the, the, the movie with Brendan and the lads in it, which I must go to see. Ah, you have it. to see the oh, no, I want to see that. Sharon. It's yeah. definitely worth seeing. Yeah. You have to. I, I'm, I, it's on my to do, and I will do it hopefully in the next couple of weeks because I want to see it before the Oscars, so I know all about it. Uh, but I just think. Uh, I just think we're a great little country for the talent that we produce uh, in, in so many platforms. It's, you'll be proud of them. Marty Morrissey, thank you so much for joining us for the Culture Club here on The Last Word this evening. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you, Matt. Love to be part of your programme. Anytime, Matt. Thank you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today, every-